Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. I am your host, Mark Seavey. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Ashley Gorbolja Maldonado, who, if you didn't just see it on TV on the uh, YouTube, she has Chip from uh, Beauty and the Beast, which is kind of clever. It is and very clever. And my other co-host needs no introduction. It's uh, Bud from The Cosby Show. How are you, Bud? <laughs> I'm all right. That's a, uh, a little psych that, reference. I told you, I'm going to give you different Gus, uh, Gus Burton... Uh, Names each you know, week for from a, now on. For a while, for a while watching Psych, I actually thought that he was Bud <laughs> from Cosby Show because he. I think they said that more than once. Uh, that's one of my favorite recurring gags in that show. <laughs> All right, so we. Uh, I am told we have a hard out on this, so we're supposed to be brief, which uh, mm-hmm. is uh, is not really <laughs> our specialty, but we will leap right into it, starting with a story in uh, Stars and Stripes. And this one is just preposterous to me. But the Department of Veterans Affairs has lost the domain rights to GIBill.com, which some advocates fear could open the potential for scammers to target veterans. The VA appeared to have GIBill.com at least through May 20th, according to the Wayback Machine, which archives screenshots of websites. Yet VA officials contend the domain was lost during the administration of former President Obama. Now, I'm going to go back and tell you why this is how this all came to be but back in like 2010 there was an organization called Quinn Street that had GIBill.com and it was according to the article masqueraded as an official VA website steering veterans to for-profit colleges it also gave the impression that the colleges advertised were the only schools at which veterans could fully utilize their GI Bill benefits after the settlement the investigation concluded that a review of 8,000 emails through the GIBill.com site, many of which came from veterans who thought they were communicating with VA officials. The marketing firm consistently redirected visitors to a small group of for-profit schools, which is just a complete scumbag maneuver. And the VA took them to court, and they won the rights to the GIBill.com, and they have now let it lapse, uh, which is ridiculous. And Apparently, they had it registered in the name of a VA employee who subsequently left, and thus the email to renew it never made it to the guy, which is crazy. If you're out there and you own a business or you're in a company, don't register it in your name. Send it to, like, legal at legion.org or something that someone else can access other than an individual. I actually talked to my attorney this morning about this case uh, because he's a copyright expert. It's not as bad as it sounds. It, the same thing that happened the last time cannot happen this time because the GI Bill has been registered as a trademark. So, right. But that's only in conjunction with educational benefits. There's nothing to keep you know, a car company or somebody else from, getting, from using GIBill.com. They just can't use it for any educational purposes. So at least that's there. Also, the, uh, the VA owning the trademark, they can 
try to get the name back. The question is what they have to go through this I can registration thing that's it's too convoluted to really explain, but I mean, this is just sloppy. Ashley, what do you got on this one? So as a student veteran myself and someone who's worked in higher education and helped to run a community college and helped folks realize that they were being taken advantage of by for-profit colleges or folks that utilize majority of their GI Bill somewhere where they weren't supposed to or they didn't know what they didn't know, I'm disheartened by this. It's unfortunate that that individual whoever you know there's just a huge lack of oversight on this it's it's just hard it's it's hard to see the va just you think one they're taking one step forward and it's just yeah yeah jeff what you got on this one i just think that it's uh it's a shame that something that cost about 30 bucks right. a year to renew and they are already went through the expense and time and energy to win it back in court before and if and what your lawyer friend says is i'm going to take as true if these people decide to go forth with it again the va is going to go through the time the effort and the ridiculous pr of going through the court again and it's uh as you said these things need to be centralized. I mean, on a post level, it happens too. Like we have, we have some of our um, domains, not domains, but we have some of our social media venues that are in individual names just because of the way social media works. And you kind of have to sign up as a person and then create a business account. Um, so, but on the, on the level of the Department of the Veterans Affairs, this should not be an issue. If an employee leaves, it should go back to a default that then somebody in IT can redirect and go, oh, wow, this is a domain thing. Let me send this to somebody else. It should never, ever get lost. And I think you can probably add uh, supplemental you can. Um, you can. addresses right. yeah. and and things like that. So, And they've already been through it. That's the part that's so frustrating. <laughs> they've already been through it, and they... And they're going through it again. I just, uh, it's its baffling to me that bureaucracies of such size and depth uh, is, one, it's the reason why these things happen, because there's, they're just so huge. But two, you would think with that size, there would be some sophistication and redundancy and learning that goes what? on from your experience. So no. that's my... Take. And the VA obviously has some sort of blanket email address that's not specific to an individual, you know? You know, whether it's complaints at va.gov or whatever it happens to be, IT at va.gov, there's some blanket thing. Why it wasn't sent to that, but the excuse from the VA blaming it on the Obama administration is pretty weak, too, because this was just purchased here recently. Are you telling me that we've been three years in and nobody noticed this until May. It just, the whole thing seems It wasn't important. Let's just I I mean it's at the very least it's good that uh, you know, it's not going to be scammers getting it again. Hopefully whoever has it right now is just going to say hey, give me, you know, thousand dollars or whatever and save everybody the legal fees and the stupidity. So, all right, we will take our first commercial break, and we'll be back with you in a minute. 
If you care about disabled veterans and children in need, and we know you do, donate today to the American Legion Veterans and Children's Foundation. Any amount helps. Donate online at legion.org forward slash donate. All right, and we are back, and I realized about halfway through that segment that I was wearing a sweatshirt still instead of, you know, an actual shirt. So I, in, in the span of a week now, I've gone from suit and tie to New England Patriots sweatshirt, which I think is a pretty good move on my part. All right, At Ashley. the North you, remembers. Yeah, that that's was... the Patriots. It's got oh. the Patriots logo in the middle of it. It's a reference to uh, Deflate Gate. A game of, okay, all right. Yeah, it's a Game of Thrones sure, Deflate Gate crossover. Thing, yeah, it's a little esoteric. But All right, <laughs> Ashley, we are going to you with our second story today. All right, so super excited. Um For those of you who have ever been to Arlington National Cemetery, I'm sure you went through the visitor center and you went and you waited for, you know, the the trams and the buses. Uh, But a lot of people don't realize that the Military Women's Memorial is the huge hemicircle gateway to Arlington. A lot of people don't realize that that's a memorial and education center. So super exciting. So just, let's see, October 8th. 18th, they celebrated their 23rd anniversary, and to commemorate this anniversary, in addition to honoring all military servicewomen, they have unveiled a life-size bronze statue entitled "The Pledge," showing women in full a woman in full combat uniform bonding with a service dog. Um, got to be there and see it; absolutely gorgeous. It is the first of its kind within the DMV area, uh, specifically uh, for women and also for uh, canine handlers. The monument was commissioned by the U.S. War Dogs Association and was unveiled, um, or excuse me, uh, unveiled through a really great ceremony. And I was just really impressed. Uh, it's been circulating through the news, and the pledge is just a symbolic of you know the honor and commitment of brave service women and all the jobs that they do. In addition to you know the unspoken bond between um, dog handler and handler, so I thought it was a really great story to share with everybody. And if you have never been to the Military Women's Memorial, you should go and check it out and see this beautiful, beautiful statue. It sits right in the lobby of the memorial. Yeah, the memorial is a little difficult. Like if you're driving to Arlington and you haven't been there before, you're more focused on trying to find where you're supposed to park and everything. Yeah, and if you come via metro. You kind of bypass it entirely. So I think a lot of people don't know. I just happen to know because I know an, another young lady who was honored there one time, and I happen to know about it. But it is somewhat tough to find, and it's it's great to see the inclusion of dog handler. Jeff, what do you got on this one? Um, I, I, I don't have a lot because everything's kind of been said. It's uh, I haven't been to D.C. in so many years, and I, I think I've only been twice and I never did all of the the memorial monument tour and all of that. So I have I have a working list, and this is on it. And uh, and it, it does sound like it's it's difficult to find, which is a shame. But I I would hope that there's a place uh, a central location of places where people can find um, the military related areas there and do like your own self guided walking tour. Because these things, these things are important. Uh, veterans of of all types uh, need to be memorialized, and that's being done. And the 
and and even veterans who are of canine descent are need to be memorialized because they do great work as well. So I'm just happy that it's all going on, and I'm a little worried about CB there. You okay? Uh, yeah, I've got uh, <laughs> our, our esteemed Jesus. editor is delivering me a grilled cheese sandwich. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did fantastic. not get a chance to get my uh, my food intake today. So yeah, all is all is well. I'm alive and well and uh, living in the world of coronavirus. All right, Jeff, uh, you are up now with uh, topic number three. What do you got for us today? Topic number three is, uh, if there is such a thing, it's good news on the suicide prevention um, th- uh, side of things. There were two things passed recently. Uh, one is veteran-specific. The other is uh, helping uh, the community, state, and nation, which we are always proud of here at the American Legion. The uh, 988 National Crisis Hotline has been approved and will be in service in the fall of 2021. That's not veteran-specific, but as you know, anything that helps with suicide prevention helps us with, you know, especially when we lose 20-something a day. So we're super excited about that. There's also the, and I'm going to read this one because it's a long name as Congressional acts tend to be. This is the Commander John Scott Hannon Veterans Mental Health Care Improvement Act. Now, that is, it, is there an acronym? There? I was going to say, is there an acronym? I mean, C-G-H-H-V-M. They're oh, all, yeah, yeah. They're, the C-G-H-V-M they're all consonants. something, yeah. Yeah, they're all ah, consonants until Improvement <laughs> Act. Yeah. It's the Letters, Letters Improvement Act. Uh, this one includes some things that are different. Uh, there's a grant program to work... Uh, to collaborate locally yeah. with different organizations, which uh, we'll want to keep an eye on because it sounds like it has great potential, but when you have grants coming from the big being dispersed out to the small, you kind of got to keep an eye on those. And there's some new hiring rules to quickly fill the VA mental health staffing gaps. That's super important because I it uh, sends me to the moon with anger every time I hear about somebody not being able to see someone when they go there and then the uh, the worst happens because of it, because they can't see someone. Uh, and it's also, uh, there's new data requirements to better track potential causes of suicide. So we're getting these levels of protection here and there's more on the way. Now with the, uh, with the passage of this, there's something called the Compact. Act. I don't know what all the letters mean, but I do know it is a collection of nine House bills that are being fast-tracked, and they're related specifically to veteran suicide. And some of the highlights, uh, one of the highlights is that it will include VA mental health care services to all veterans, regardless of their discharge status, awesome. because it That's must awesome. have crossed the mind that people lose their mind and get kicked out because of yeah. Their service, so on, yeah. so hope so. So hopefully, this is going to tick down our number because that's what we have to do. We got to you have to make twenty into nineteen, then you got to try to make nineteen into eighteen, and you have to because there's no there's no silver bullet here right. to just get rid of the whole thing. But I hope this ticks it down one or two, and then we go on to the next step. So that's that's the story, and I want to hear what the great minds of Tango Alpha Lima have to say about that. Ashley, that's you. 
Aww. Oh. <laughs> well, so now I think this is a really great topic uh, just to discuss out in the open, right? Because we so often are having these conversations that we need to end the stigma of mental health and, you know, seeking aid, support, reaching out to friends. You know, the American Legion has, you know, their, um, our, like our battle buddy checks or our buddy checks, right? And it's just so important that we continue to seek resources, seek assistance. Um, I just think this is important, and I think you're right, Jeff. As as we start, we will start to see some sort of progress. It's not going to jump down to five a day anytime soon, but we need to keep you know that silver lining and continue to fight the good fight, and know that like you are important and you have a place here and there are folks that want to support and help you and love you. So. I, I don't know that I have anything to add more on that other than the fact that obviously dialing 988 is a lot easier than trying to figure out the number all the time, you know, to, right. to hand it off to somebody real quick. And, you know, there are people, uh, you know, every now and again on Facebook, you get sort of an all hands on deck when somebody's, you know, gone off the grid or whatever else. So I do think that, you know, for all the bad that social media does, that's one of the good things I think it does, too, is that you can kind of keep in touch with people and kind of gauge how they are. And when they just go off the grid, you get early indications because, you know, it's it's hard for me to contact all the guys I served with all the time. It's just mm-hmm. a lot of effort. But if one of us posts something and then 50 guys jump on, you at least know, hey, those guys are okay. So right. that's it's nice to see I that. Think- so. I, I think that you speak to a very good point um, about our individual obligation to the people to the people around us and people that we served with, and uh, that's one of the things. I'm gonna I'll just give a little unsolicited commercial. That's one of the things that drew me to the American Legion, and it's one of the things that when people ask me, well, what do you guys do when we talk about? Uh, getting them into the mix of like camaraderie is camaraderie is a tool yeah. camaraderie is no joke mm-hmm. camaraderie is connection to people and connection to people can actually save lives so to me that's that's an important part of the work that we do even before the buddy checks and buddy checks take it to another level but even that day-to-day connection with people um i believe saves lives I think it's great yeah I, I concur I, no no disagreements at all alright well we will take our second commercial break and I promise no wardrobe change this time so, oh, uh, I'm going to take, take, take a nap we'll be back in just a minute <laughs> did you know the American Legion magazine is the most frequently read periodical in the nation true story Find out why by joining today at legion.org forward slash join. All right, and we are back. And we are about to go through our rapid fire, and it's going to be rapider than most rapid fires. Rapid Um, fire. Yeah, here we go. Wow, that is is something. Somebody cut (laughs) cut that and start using it as our promo. Hoofa. All right, story from Military.com. The Army has concluded that Specialist Vanessa Guillen's death, allegedly at the hands of another soldier, occurred in the line of duty, a designation that gives her next of kin access to benefits and services. 
The designation means that Gillen is entitled to a funeral with full military honors, and her family will receive a death gratuity compensation under SGLI, final pain allowance, and financial counseling services. Now, I'll be honest, when I first included this, it said the title of it was Vanessa Gillen's family will receive military death benefits after new army ruling which led me to be- believe there was a previous Army ruling that it said she was not entitled to that, which was kind of a right. head-scratcher, yeah. because I was like, wait a minute, how would this not be the line of duty? I mean, she was at the office like when this happened. Uh, but I'm happy to see that, that it was just me uh, misreading it, apparently. Um, what do you got on this one? I mean, is there any question about this stuff? I misread exactly I mis- the same way you misread. I misread it. I, I think thought- language is important here because when <laughs> yeah. you first sent it over to me and I read it, I was like, what? I go, what do you mean? Like, it read as if it was originally denied, but I mean, it was pretty obvious. Like they had confirmed she was killed on base. She's an active duty soldier by another soldier. Yeah. Not in just the on armory, base, but I mean, literally I feel like in I'm, the armory. I'm speaking like in terms of like the game of Clue right now, but like. We literally have all of the things in the envelope. We know, right. like this shouldn't come to a surprise to folks that, like, yeah, her family should yeah, get. Yeah, benefits. it seems it seems like it was a clickbait title at first um, to to stoke the anger and get you to, to to read the the story because it's so clearly obvious that it was uh, that it was happening on a base doing doing her job and uh, at the hands of another another rogue soldier so i'm i'm glad that it wasn't initially denied uh and i'm also i'm also i'm not glad for the family but i'm i am i i have good feelings about how the family is being treated in this situation and uh because we we do forget that Everything that happens to a service member affects other people that we don't immediately know about, and that is the family. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. There's always second and third degree effects. So, yep. All right, rapid fire two, and we're going to go with the obvious jokes here in a minute. But uh, the story is about the Marine Corps has put out 46 books on the 2020 Marine Commandant's reading list. Oh, that's and, cute. And as I noticed... And I put on Facebook today, It's I, I got to think that the photo editor is an army guy or something because the picture is literally a Marine reading like Horton Hears a Who. Like, I have no <laughs> idea why they selected that one. It was, it was obviously a, a Marine who was reading a book on video to their kids back home, but it was just crazy that that was the picture. But uh, some of the... I saw... Some of the books on there, uh, First to Fight an Inside View of the Marine Corps by uh, Krulak. That, that's a given. Uh, Marine Sniper, 93 Confirmed Kills. That's uh, by Charles Henderson. That's about uh, uh, Hathcock. And I, I particularly love that book because I used to work for uh, Major Jim Land, who was his commanding officer in Vietnam. And then here's some of the interesting ones. Uh, the White Donkey Terminal Lance by Maximilian Uriarty. Terminal Lance making it on the list. Good for you, man. Like I hope you're listening. He's a good dude, and that's a that's a great one. Uh, Tribe by Sebastian Junger, which is uh, he's a he's a great human being as well. Uh, he spent some time with my friend Lita Caruth, and shout out to Lita. But uh, that's a great one. Unbroken by Laura Hildebrand, another great one. But the one that kind of had me scratching my head was 
Resilience, Hard-Won Wisdom for Living a Better Life by Eric Greitens. For those who don't know who Eric Greitens is, he's the former governor of Missouri who had to step down because he was having an affair. So Wisdom for Living a Better Life seems like maybe... Maybe that one could have been left off. I'm not, I'm not really sure. <laughs> but, uh, Jeff, there's only the one comic book. What, no coloring books mm-hmm. in one, and only one no with pictures. Books. Well, first of all, Marines don't do coloring books because we chow down on the, uh, the crayons, especially if they're purple. I noticed you did not include Mad Dog Jim Mattis. General James you know, Mattis. I did. In I did in the. Book. I, I did in the first draft. I only took it off for brevity's sake. But yeah, I mean that's that's a no brainer. What do you mean for brevity's sake? That should have been your number one. The, I have that on my uh, Kindle app, and I and uh, I can't wait to either read or listen to it later. I will say th- this list, and I actually made a face at the beginning because like, oh, a reading list for Marines, eh? <laughs> uh, but this this is a long standing tradition of having these reading lists, and the thing is, yeah. is that. They used to be in levels, yeah. and I always it always offended me. I'm like, I'm smarter than almost every officer I've ever met. But why do they have a separate reading list than they have for enlisted people? This is the first one that it is one list, and it is. Uh, I don't know who has time uh, in in the to in read, the Marine Corps out in the fleet to read forties in one year. Well, you got to have a couple comic books to kind of bring the the pace bring the pace down a little bit um but you i so actually I'm excited i'm excited about this new thing i i learned last week that you could actually read all 47 books if you went to basic training but that's just what i heard <laughs> oh, I, also, I know you're talking about you uh, <laughs> and your your comment about the army photo editor first of all that guy's like a 35 year old lance corporal I don't know if you know, and he has like a a navy haircut. No, like, that was it was not, it, it was just the fact that that was the book they I, crazy. No, no, oh, I get book. that, but oh. on levels that picture is ridiculous for this story because that guy is not a marine. He is not an E three unless he got busted. And I mean, it's just it's kind of uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, Ashley, you read any of these books? Do you have any uh, thoughts of reading these? I have a question. Okay. Oh boy. Would you like them here or there? <laughs> I do not like them, Sam I am. I would not like them here or there. I would not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I am. So what's your question? <laughs> yeah, that's not a question. That's but... my comment. <laughs> You said you had a question. So she's gonna make she's gonna make fun of Marines because that's on the list. No 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 but she can't form a question. Would you like them here or there is a question. I would not like them here or there. I don't think I would not like them anywhere. If if any of you Would you like them in a house? Would you like them with a mouse? This does kinda (laughs) She's having a mental breakdown, I think. This is great. I'm having my break, y'all. Must see T V. Hey, first of all, leaders need to I need to have uh, they need to be able to communicate with people of all ages. I understand of all abilities. And if you come across a child and you are a great leader, and you can quote "Green Eggs and Ham," and if you quote Chuck Krulak, that kid no, will I... remember you. <laughs> 
So overall, yeah. I think I, I'm an avid reader. We've talked about this before in yeah. other episodes. Like I, I love to pick up a good book. Um, I've been reading um, a lot of Ryan Holiday for like stoicism and like um, just like mental clarity and like how to kind of go through the day. And uh, that's kind of like one of the things that I've been kind of reading from like a Marcus Aurelius standpoint. So I think reading is incredibly enriching and I've also been dabbling in a bit of writing myself since I'm going to be finishing my book soon. So awesome. I concur. I think it's really great. I'm going to have to check it out and see if I can add something to my list. Put nope. on the other things I have to do. No Adam Makos on the list, though. He's he's the, if, if you ever get a chance, if you read a lot of military stuff, Adam Makos is the man. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, the Green Eggs and Ham story, kind of. Uh, the legendary World War II jungle fighters, uh, Merrill's Marauders, finally get a Congressional Gold Medal. This story... If you don't, uh, you know, it's it's long overdue. There's, I think, five of them. Did the article say there was five of them left? Um, but if you've never read the story about Merrill's Marauders, it's crazy. I mean, just crazy. They started out with 2,997 uh, men and officers in uh, India. By the time they finished the final assault in China, they had 130 combat effective officers and men. Everyone else... Uh, had either been killed, wounded, or most of them had succumbed to illness, uh, dysentery for the most part, because the military sent them with the wrong kind of rations, basically, and literally everyone got sick. And then when they teamed up with uh, Chinese troops, for some reason, the U.S. troops didn't boil the water. They all got dysentery. Just a crazy story, but uh, long overdue. What do you got on this one, Jeff? Well, I think... I'm seeing just a, a bigger picture, and I'm and I'm loving it. Is that uh, uh, awards that are long overdue and or have been look uh, overlooked are coming to fruition? Yep. And I don't know if it has to do with technology or or stories being spread on the aforementioned social media, but whatever is happening, it's it it's great and it's good. And um, and then specifically to this story. There are things. There are things more dangerous on the battlefield than munitions uh, impacting your body. Yeah. And so, uh, seeing seeing and hearing this story about what they physically went through that had nothing to do with being shot is uh, it's it's still a, it's still a level of sacrifice. And I'm glad to see that it was uh, recognized. Ashley. I have to concur. I think it's really great that they're um, bestowing this distinguished achievement on these folks, and it's long overdue, and I'm happy that we are stepping up to the plate and we're recognizing and reviewing our history and making sure that those that were there and have served our country and uh, some who have paid off in sacrifice and vice versa, I, I think this is great. I think this is good. Yeah, there, I mean, there's there's probably some people out there who think, well, let's not give out too many of these, but before you go and think that look at the people they've given it to every group has been like we're talking like tuskegee airmen and all these others and there's other ones in the pipeline that are just as deserving we talked about the hello girls in world war one there's mm-hmm. a lot of others so i'm all for it let's keep them coming there is no point in doing these when everybody is gone like let's do it while there's still some living ones yeah. so we can capture those oral histories and and move on all right we'll go to rapid fire number four 
Uh, the army is looking into a viral video showing a soldier drinking from an ocean spray juice bottle and <laughs> limp syncing the words of the Fleetwood Mac hit Dreams while on a daytime parachute jump. Now, I didn't understand the context of this because I'm not all that hip, and neither are you two because you had no idea what I was talking about. But our own IT specialist, the hubby, he knew 100% we were talking about. But because uh, he spends most of his time in front of the computer, yeah, video games, and I'm sure this is not a time. To, this is not a time to bash your husband for being in for uh, being touch prepared, with, right? Yeah. <sighs> Super just, producer just Holly, check it. just check, cross it off on the the bingo board. Super guys. producer Holly, super producer Holly actually told me about this one, and I had to look it up. And it apparently this is a thing that you drink cranberry juice while lip syncing Fleetwood Mac. It'll apparently go viral for reasons I can't get. The army, the army guy doing this while he's jumping brings back the legend that is Matthew Tattersall, who in his final week of active duty in a jump status uh jumped and took a selfie holding his pet siamese fighting fish in a plastic water bottle and <laughs> that was epic when it happened it was even more epic when he was uh ordered to write a 1000 word essay of the importance of airborne safety <laughs> and was later given 12 days of extra duty but the name matthew tattersall will go down in history for just being that guy that specialist who did that thing just spectacular but what do you got on ocean spray parachuting jeff i i didn't see the video and i'm gonna admit that but um it's it sounds and at the beginning it just sounded silly like a tiktok thing but then to read you know you always say there's always somebody that makes everybody have to sit through a safety brief brief. so like there's (laughs) and he's that guy now yeah they're yeah. probably going to say no food and beverages on the jump. This can create a hazardous <laughs> situation. On the edge of the, and <laughs> sitting on the edge of the flying helicopter. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like every safety briefing you've ever had, the reason you're having it is because someone did something that stupid. Otherwise, they wouldn't have come up with it. <laughs> Over like, 60 million right. views, people. 60 million views. Epic. Like, for, yeah. forget an AM that wow. Right. Just. Well, wow. I'm, I'm He's sure not getting a good contact medal, but <laughs> he will forever be remembered. All the cool guy. kids do not have the good conduct medal. I will just <laughs> remind you of that one. <laughs> All right. We are almost done here. Let's go with our shout-outs. Ashley, you go first. So I mentioned the Military Women's Memorial earlier. I encourage everyone out there, if you have a woman veteran in your life, you are a woman veteran, you know a woman veteran, register your story and have your voice be heard. So that uh, not only is that um, the, the pledge statue incredibly important, but your story is just as important as we archive and continue to push forward on women veteran issues. So that is my shout out. Jeff? All right, my shout out is I was on the I was on the social media the other day and ran into someone named April Moffitt of Post 370 in Highlands, North Carolina. As I said, we crossed paths in a comment section and the Legion came up. Mm-hmm. She's in a small post of about 50 but they are growing and they are doing things. She told me that they meet outside right now. That's their COVID thing. Uh, no video meetings because, as she says, not a lot of techies, but that's okay. We make do with what we have. We were trained to do that, comma, LOL. And for Ashley's sake, that means laugh out loud. She goes on to say, 
<laughs> we do a lot of community deals and started doing stand downs a couple of years ago. It's been a great thing to have here since navigating the VA is like navigating Fort Knox. So shout out to April Moffitt, Post 370 in Highlands, North Carolina. And I hope we hear more stories from posts of all sizes that are doing things. I mean, it's it's uh, for a post of 1,300, I, I sometimes forget that uh, we have all the people that we have to help us do things. And they are doing things in the mountains of North Carolina, about two and a half hours from our national commander. And uh, they're getting it done. So shout out to them. My shout out is to everyone that in about a week, the election will be over. We can go back to living our lives without having to deal with it. But more specifically, 181 veterans running for Congress this year. A new high, uh, of, a recent high anyway, uh, since World War II. Uh, but 181 veterans, I'm not, you know, some of them are running against each other. We're obviously not going to get 181 in. But no matter where you stand, hey, you know, standing up there and and being a candidate for espousing what you believe in, especially in this world where everyone is just going to bash you. More people are going to bash you than they're going to say thank you. So I'm saying thank you to all 181 of you, no matter whether you're far right, far left or somewhere in between. Thanks for standing up and taking it and uh, and leading by example. All right, folks, that's it. We are coming in short, so we're probably going to get some uh, award of the liquid and hops and barley variety from Super Producer Holly because we are going to finish this 15 minutes early. Hero, heroic. Yay. So, all right, folks, we will see you next week. Bye.